0: Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things,
1: and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this.
0: Hey friends, welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. This time of year, we're working super hard on our business to grow and connect with our followers, and we know that you are too, which is why this week on the podcast, we're talking about running sales and discounts in your small business. This is a really important topic for any small business, whether you sell art online, products on Etsy, or sell in person in your own city or town. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you've probably heard us say before that sales are not a great marketing technique for handmade businesses and artists. They don't bring you a huge number of new customers and they can actually be really bad for your business because you're going to make a lot less money on products when you're running a sale compared to selling
1: your products at full price but there are a few good reasons to run a sale. So in this episode, we're going to share four good times that you should run a sale in your handmade business and talk about a couple of different types of sales that we recommend that you run. This is a pencil and paper kind of episode. So take notes for your business, or if you're driving right now or out for a run, you can look up all of the details later in our show notes at shopstudiosisters.com slash podcasts. Before we talk about when you should run a sale. I want to say, first of all, that if you listen to this episode and you're like, gosh, I have been running too many sales and I've totally messed up and I've been doing this all wrong, it is totally okay. Do not feel bad about what you've done to try to grow your business in the past. Our purpose in talking about this is to set you up for success in your handmade business, and to help you grow in the future. We will never give you advice that's a quick fix or a hack that if you just
0: do this, you'll have those instant magical results. It just doesn't work that way. This is why so many people run sales in their Etsy shops or on their Instagram accounts because they're thinking it will lead to quick business, but it doesn't really lead to any growth because they're assuming that lower prices mean better business, and it's just not always true.
1: And running sales too frequently is actually really harmful to your business for two primary reasons. First, it lowers your profits. And so if you do this too often, you're just not going to make any money and you might even be losing money on your handmade products. Second, it devalues your artwork, your creations. If you are always running discounted sales, even your loyal customers, the ones who love your product and love your brand, even they will stop buying things at full price and they'll just wait for things to go on sale because they'll get used to you running these sales all the time. For new customers, it can make your work seem cheap or less valuable if you're always running sales because you're not charging what your products are actually worth a good
0: number of sales is maybe four to five times per year so how do you know when you should run a sale in your business here are our recommendations first you can run a sale when everyone else is running a sale okay so i'm just going to use america's biggest shopping day as an example black friday it has been common for everyone even small businesses and artists to run sales during the weekend after Thanksgiving every year, and your customers are actively actively looking for a good deal, so if they see you post about a sale, they will likely take note of it.
1: I think this is a really good point. Now, I don't want anyone to feel obligated, like if you don't want to run a Black Friday sale or a Valentine's sale, like don't do that if that just feels totally off for your business. But at the same time, if you want to run a sale because you know your customers are out there shopping because everybody else is running sales, then go for it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's a smart decision if you're thinking about timing and strategy. Why not use the sale as a way to capture people who are like already shopping. They're going to buy something, so try and get them to buy from you.
0: Yeah, and during that weekend, like they are looking for sales
1: exactly and they're like super excited about it so if your customers are already warmed up and they're engaged then that is the time that you should run a sale and seasonal sales are very common for that the second time that we think that you should run a sale is right before your rates or prices go up this is a really common strategy for service-based businesses like coaching and courses but you can also see this disguised as an end-of-the-year sale in product-based businesses. Basically, you announce to your audience that your rates or prices are going to go up at a certain date. Typically, this is January 1st, but it could be any time that you have a sale at the old rate up until that date. So people will say, like, our prices are only going to be this this rate or this cheap or this low until this date and then it's going to go up. You can sell at those old prices alone and you've probably seen other places do this or you can just offer a last minute discount and discount even further right before your annual rate increase. That's really smart. Our third tip
0: is when you want to clear out old products, this is a great time to run a sale. So. If maybe you want to switch directions in your handmade business or you just have some inventory left over of an older product that no longer speaks to you and you just don't want to have it in your shop anymore or sell it anymore, you can run a sale during this time to clear out the inventory of those specific pieces. I have done this in the past with a few old sticker designs that i just didn't love anymore and i wanted to make way for new stickers in my shop so i just put those other designs on sale and cleared them out
1: i think that's probably the most common way that i see handmade businesses running a sale is to clear out new inventory or to change the direction and so they want to like have a painting sale or have a soap sale to clear out maybe the last few of a collection. The fourth and last time that we think that you should run a sale in your small business is for promoting a new product or a new launch. A promotional sale generates excitement and it lets you share your excitement about it with your audience and you get them excited too. If you're launching your shop or a new product line or new color schemes, this is a really good time to use a sale as a strategy to generate buzz and drive traffic to your store. Some brands get really creative with this kind of sale too. Like um, they use cute hashtags, social media tagging. For example, everybody knows what a PSL is for a reason. Pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) I personally do not like drinking pumpkin candle flavored coffee, but Starbucks is a perfect example of such a strong campaign for a launch day of that seasonal product. Another good strategy for promoting new products or launch days is to partner with other people for affiliate commissions or kickbacks for when those people promote your sale. If you're a product-based business and you're selling handmade items on Etsy or you're selling your artwork, one really good way to do this is with a coupon code so that you can easily track the effectiveness of that affiliate. So basically you need to give a coupon code to the affiliate person, which could be another handmade business, it could be family and friends, or even past customers, and then you give them a small commission for every sale made using that coupon code. Overall this is a really good way to try and grow your audience around a new launch and it can be really fun and exciting. I do recommend that you use coupon codes specifically and you don't just ask people to post about it because there's no way to track the metrics of who came from where and who's doing what without any kind of specific discount code. Okay, so
0: those were the four times that we recommend that you run a sale in your small business. We wanted to give you guys a little bit more, so we're also going to share three types of sales that we have used in the past in our own businesses that have worked really well
1: for us. ConvertKit is our go-to tool for email, newsletter subscriptions, and automated emails every week. We send out a creative newsletter to all of you, our podcast listeners, to help you live your dream life. We send actionable tips for your Etsy shop and social media brand, share our behind the scenes process and first access to our upcoming online courses. And we do all of it with ConvertKit. Many handmade sellers and artists use ConvertKit to build email lists of returning customers, to share behind the scenes photos of their work and their studios, to announce new art, new collections, and products when they launch. If you had asked me a couple of years ago about email lists, I would have laughed at you because the focus on social media is so huge, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, I really didn't do anything with email, but now it's like, it's so awesome to use and to reach your customers this way.
1: The reason that an email list is so great for you as a creative entrepreneur and the reason so many small businesses are turning to using email lists is because there's no algorithm to beat. Everyone who's on our email list actually gets the emails we send them. Not everyone who follows you on Instagram or Facebook sees what you post and actually most people don't. So If you're looking for a way to build a stronger relationship with your audience and the people who buy your art, an email list might be the way to move the needle forward for you.
0: We love ConvertKit because it's super simple to use and you can easily pre-schedule emails to go out well in advance, which means I never have to remember to send out a newsletter. ConvertKit has transformed my process from randomly sending out emails once in a while and forgetting to stick to a schedule to staying consistent and showing up for our followers.
1: I feel like we can't say enough good things about ConvertKit and the future of email lists for small businesses is right there. So if you want to learn more about this tool, visit shopstudiosisters.com slash ConvertKit to get a free ConvertKit plan.
0: Hey friends, Katie here. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You're a maker and a creative already selling your handmade products on Etsy. The thing is, you'd really like to be selling more of it, right? Or maybe you've just recently started an Etsy shop and you want to lay a good foundation for your shop. Or your Etsy shop has been collecting dust for a while now and you've been avoiding the tech stuff or the research like I did for so long. Maybe you've just recently decided that this is your time to get real about Etsy and start doing some serious girl boss business. If any of these are you, I really want you to dive into the basics of Etsy SEO and learn more about getting found by your ideal customers on Etsy. This might sound overwhelming or time consuming, but Taylor and I have created a free guide on how to learn the basics of Etsy SEO and what a long tail keyword is and some basics of the do's and don'ts of Etsy search tags in just 15 minutes. It's actually easy, fast, and you'll be able to celebrate this win by getting your keywords and search terms on point. You can get our free fast guide to Etsy SEO on our website. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com slash Etsy SEO guide. You can also find the link to it in our show notes. Now, back to the episode. The first type of sale that we're going to recommend here are bonus sales, where you offer your products at full price, but you offer a freebie or a bonus to go along with the product. This is our favorite way to run a sale. You don't actually lower your prices at all, but then you include the freebie with every order, which you announce on all of your social media channels so that your customers know all about it and have an incentive to order during your bonus sale. We really love to design maybe a limited edition freebie so that it's only available for the duration of the sale. So if your followers want that freebie, they have to order from your shop right now. So recently I created a limited limited edition um, Galentine sticker. It was a really cool holographic sticker, but I only made a limited number of them so they were only available for the weekend
1: of Valentine's. That's a perfect example Katie because we actually like don't sell that sticker in our shop so they couldn't get it any other way and it's also a teaser for some future holographic stickers that we're getting ready to launch. So that's a really good example of something that's exciting. There's a very small number of them available and so there's only a short amount of time in which they could purchase it and get that freebie.
0: Yeah, and it adds a lot of excitement, I think. Another way you can do this without, like, giving away another product is that you can announce to your customers or your followers on social media that with every order, you will give them a handmade gift from the artist. So during Christmas one year, I said for every order during these few weeks or whatever the timeline was that I chose, I said I will make you a handmade Christmas card and send it out with every order.
1: I love that. First of all, that's an awesome idea for like Christmas cheer. If you um, are having a sale during a seasonal time, make the freebie related to the season. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. So Christmas card is perfect for that. But it You can make a freebie or a bonus gift, something like out of your leftover supplies. It does not have to cost you anything else. Mm -hmm. It could be uh, something fun. like You could have fun as an artist and make something that you wouldn't normally sell. And it's a really great way to just be authentic and like connect with the people who are buying from you. Yeah. I also just want to note here that um, in any of the types of sales we've talked about, posting about your freebie one time... Is not a good idea. It's not enough. It's just not enough. So during a sale period, you need to talk about your sale literally every single day. And you can blend that in with other types of content too. So as artists, we know that sometimes it's really hard not to feel too salesy, right? Mm -hmm. But um, if you want your sale to work, you have to tell people about it. So you should be posting ahead of time, when you're going to run a sale, what the bonus will be, what day the sale begins, and then talk about it every single day until the sale is over.
0: Yeah. And you don't have to like create a sales graphic and then post that same image like three days in a row on your feed. And then
1: like, yeah, that would get boring. That would get too much. And so, yeah, don't make it like exactly the same thing. Good point. But maybe post that on day one And then day two, post your
0: regular, whatever your art or image is. But then in the caption, make sure to mention that the sale is still going on.
1: Yeah, also then you can add use photos like Mm -hmm. this is my sticker in my journal or this is the kind. I'm making these Christmas cards. And so everyone who's buying between now and Friday gets one of these cards that I'm making.
0: And don't forget about Instagram stories. So definitely add that in there every day because
1: stories only last for 24 hours. Perfect. So, the next kind of sale that we recommend is just putting your entire shop on sale. Everything's on sale. In our opinion, with our experience on Etsy and making six figures last year in our Etsy shop, um, we think that you should only put your entire shop on sale if you really want to clear out old product or inventory. So, make sure you have a really good reason if you want to put your entire shop on sale. You're moving across cross country. You're changing directions with your art. You're getting ready to launch a new collection in a few months. So you need to clear out some stuff from your shop that you just don't want visually in the store anymore. So make sure it's a very good reason because discounting your entire shop really lowers your profits on everything that you sell in that time. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but keep in mind, you don't want to do this all the time, but it can be a good way to sell a lot of inventory fast. And finally, another
0: type of sale that you can do is just to offer free shipping for your customers. This is a great kind of sale to run if your audience is small or if your items are pretty lightweight. Taking the cost of shipping off of the order for your customers will cost you a portion of your profit, but it can be really enticing to your audience. We've all been trained by places like Amazon and Walmart to expect free shipping, and even though I don't personally agree with that, I have to remember that most people are used to that free two-day shipping.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can't get around that. We have to deal with the fact that Like it or not, our customers are getting free shipping from corporations every day. So if you are a small business, you know what shipping costs, but don't forget that your customers might not actually know that. They might not actually do that. So when can you offer a free shipping sale and have it make sense for you? I would not offer this all the time, except with larger orders. If you sell on Etsy, you've probably seen Etsy ask you to offer free shipping on orders over $35, or you've seen your competitors offering free shipping over $35. We do this in our shop because Etsy does favor shops that offer the free shipping over $35 guarantee to its customers, and so Etsy favors these kind of stores in the algorithm. This does not apply to international customers who are used to paying higher shipping costs from the United States. And this way, um, we also don't offer free shipping on small items. So we're not going to lose money by offering free shipping on just one sticker when the truth is the cost of shipping one sticker is also the same price as the sticker. So. We stick with our larger orders on this and it's actually been really great to increase the size of people's orders when they purchase. If you want to run a free shipping sale, just make sure you're being really strategic about it. Limit the number of days you have the sale, advertise it as much as possible like we talked about earlier in this episode, and then move on after the sale is over. Don't get caught in um, this idea that you have to offer free shipping all the time. And don't let customers talk you into lowering the cost of shipping. Like you have no control over the cost of the postage, how long it takes to ship. So don't let customers try to push you into offering free shipping all the time. One other really great way to turn people who buy during a sale period into returning loyal customers is to include a promotional coupon in every single order
0: yeah every time someone orders stickers from our etsy shop they get a promotional sort of coupon card that i put into their packaging and it just has a coupon code and then all of our business
1: info so it's like a business card but with a special little coupon code it's cute it's got um instagram handle information and it- you know, tells our um, customers that we want to see what they do with our product. Like we're super excited about it. We would love to interact with them. And then it's got that code so they can use that on any future orders. And we've seen good returns from it. Yeah, it encourages them to come back to our shop and buy more stickers. Exactly. So the way to think about running sales in your business is not how can I make a bunch of money in my shop today, which is not sustainable, but How can I use running a sale as a marketing strategy? If your shop is quiet and you haven't had many customers lately, your first thought should not be to run a sale with big discounts or just to lower your prices. That is not going to help. In this case, you have a traffic problem, not a pricing problem. So if you're not happy with the amount of traffic in your handmade shop, I recommend that you listen to our other episodes what we're doing to sell more of our art right now, and also the episode, three things you can improve in your Etsy listing descriptions right now. That would be a great place to start. You can also get our free fast guide to Etsy SEO on our website, shopstudiosisters.com. In just 15 minutes, you can easily complete the keyword research that you need for your Etsy listings. To get this guide, visit our website, shopstudiosisters.com. Running a sale in your shop should be done for a reason other than generating money because when you run a sale, you're actually getting less money for your products and from your hard work. So, instead, how can you use running a sale to generate more business and more income in a different way such as clearing out your inventory, launching a new product, or capitalizing on seasonal shopping? When you're strategic
0: about sales and you run them with a goal and an intention, you can have really great results that help with the long-term success of your business. So if you would like to find the full show notes for this episode, just visit our website at
1: shopstudiosisters.com slash podcast. And if you love our show and it's helping you kill it in your small business, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Thank you so much for listening.